Hi, everybody. Welcome to Curiosity Departmental Communication and Media Podcast. My name is Yurito Hashimoto, and we were going to have one, another student producer, but he wasn't able to make it, unfortunately. So today I'm in the room with my favorite professor, Dr. David Engen. <laughs> well, hey, thanks. It's, it's good to be here. Are we going uh, to get rid of that producer, do you think? Oh, uh, well... <laughs> I think he deserves a certain break. This is, by the way, the day before spring break. Everybody deserves a break, right? You know, that's true. And it's Carson Pike, who's been an amazing producer, unable to make it, so the audience is stuck with me. But you and I came up with a little plan. What are we going to do? Yeah, well, we just had the little rule of like maybe 10 minutes conversation, 30 minutes, uh, no, 30 seconds per each answer. And we're going to talk about uh, this large theme education okay so it's education and then you and i sometimes you're going to be a professor i am a professor sometimes we talk for a while but we can't talk for more than 30 seconds that's true All well right. that's that's a little preventative measure preventative <laughs> measure i like it i'm going to hit my timer on my phone because we'll do this this is one of our 10 minute conversation episodes yeah the uh, clock is ticking sounds great i gotta ask the first question then like Maybe as a professor, like, I just want to know, like, what was your first teaching experience in a classroom? What was it like? Oh, man. Uh, my first teaching experience was as a graduate teaching assistant at Auburn University down in Auburn, Alabama. And uh, what it was like was nerve-wracking and probably ineffective. Uh, I remember walking in and I was shaking so much that I sat on the desk uh, in the front of the room. And that's how I taught my first class. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Uh, I'm going to go to the abstract uh, question. What do you think education even is? Mm, it has a really multiple aspect. I think up through the public education, it can be really the way to communicate a certain kind of narrative that's already pre-structured by the you know state agencies. But I think higher education is really where we would have a lot of like exploration or maybe sometimes resilience to what you've been learning in the past. And you would really find that your own notion of concept or reality in some way to you. So that's really interesting. So are you saying, you know, K through 12, more getting a narrative, getting what you're supposed to be taught? Higher education, figuring out what you want to learn and learning it. Is that what you're doing? I think so. There's yeah. a huge drastic. And I feel like some people can get really confused. I feel like I see that in the freshmen's faces. You know, they just put it into <laughs> the world where they know, they have to know what they want to do and eventually lead into the future career. That wasn't the case in the K through 12. That's such an interesting point because a year ago, if you're if you're a, you know, 18 year old, a year ago, everything was being planned for you mostly and now all of a sudden you're supposed to plan everything yeah exactly yeah exactly. that's yeah who's asking the next question me or you oh i think i'm gonna ask the next question yes <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i would say maybe um let me think i have to think yeah so we talk about education but what do you think of that learning does that equate the certain image that we have in education the traditionally, or is it rather different can be? Hmm. So what is learning? Mm -hmm. Man, I don't know how to describe that. That's a really good question. I, I think I, I think I, when I think of learning, I think of what learning 
feels like. I mean, there's there's some things, right? You learn how to solve a problem. You learn a specific set of skills, uh, how to do something. So I teach public speaking. You learn how to create an organized message, those kinds of things. But but that's one thing. But then I think of learning as, like for me, that sort of excited feeling you get when you didn't, all of a sudden you get that aha moment. Like, man, I never thought about it that way, or I never saw it that way, or now I can do something that I couldn't do before. Um, I guess that those are the things when I think of when I think of learning. And then a lot of times you quote unquote learn things, but you don't care about them. So you don't, it doesn't really matter that you learned it because you're going to have to give it back on an exam or whatever. How about you? I mean, what do you think? I think your question is, how do you define learning? How do you define learning? I think it's really interesting. More, more I hear what how you described, I really th- see the, the you know constant theme is like a, the change. Change, you know, yeah. Before and after you go through that learning experience, you know, how did you change? And maybe it's not necessarily your competency in the content area in the class, as you described. Maybe they have learned completely different things that wasn't necessarily in that the curriculum or intended to teach. But I think that might be like a beauty of the learning. Like, you know, it, it's sometimes indescribable like we can't really like define that in a way that what learning should be for the person but it's very much so personalized concept yeah yeah i love that idea of focusing on learning as change you know and um and 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 maybe that's sometimes why why students um you know uh, if you don't feel like a class is changing you in some way you might not like that class especially if you're like us like you are doing a master's in sociology i'm a communication professor i mean this is different i think than than being uh, somebody who's training to be a nurse for example where you know learning is okay i've got to get this specific thing down so i can diagnose this or administer this kind of medication or whatever it's All really right? interesting because one of the feedback that i got from uh one of the students is uh i sometimes talk about a lot a lot of thing about the society or even culture and some people think the humanities and social sciences as more of like narrative or, you know, it's more like propaganda, ideolo- you know, ideological, you know, thing and not really like learning the, the set kind of skills. But that might be kind of closer to the perception d- between the nursing and, you know, how you describe yeah. our disciplines. Yeah. No, well said. All right, I'm watching our time, by the way. We got four minutes and 30 seconds left in our 10-minute conversation. Let me ask you this. What is, can you think of one of the most powerful things you have ever learned in school? Mm. You know, I I have to refer to you, to your class, actually, the one that I took Um I was I was in in Dr. Engen's class uh, in fall 2021. I think it was old, uh, the community storytelling class, and and I really learned how to listen to other people, and that was really the thing. I, I really like to talk, but I just didn't really put the, so much emphasis, and I didn't know really that the beauty of like how I would be able to uh, expose myself to the other people's like speaking and supplying all those experiences and information and. I really like that this, the feeling of really being completely passive and just take in. Yeah. And so is that, re- I mean, because sometimes as an instructor, you teach a class and that was a class where we went out in the, the community and we collected stories from different people and so forth. I mean, is that something, I, I would think that is something that you would have had coming in, especially such a sharp student. 
mm. smart student. But it's also really interesting, like the before coming to MSU, man, Kato, I'm an international student too. I just feel like there's always, always like a survival mode. I just have to fight off the thing. I have to kind of be resilient and resisting to many things. I have to kind of like present myself as something, you know, something worthy in this whole new land in order to prove myself, in order to do the thing. So like my emphasis was always in the way that I, how I present myself, not necessarily how I learn and take and listen, just have that, the pure learning moment. So maybe that's the reason why. I don't know if that wow, makes sense Wow, that's a you. whole, that's a whole episode because that's fascinating. I never would have thought about it in that way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. You got me thinking now. This is kind of a deep conversation. We we, 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 got, we got a couple more questions, uh, a couple more minutes. You got more questions? Yeah. Well, maybe I I just want to ask as a professor, like, do you have the favorite moment episodes that you want to share? Um, about oh, students, man. maybe. Man, about students, huh? Um, I think I, 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 for the sake of this, I won't, I won't. I won't talk about any specific things, but my favorite moments, um, and I think I can tell when this is happening, my favorite moments as a teacher and a professor is when you really see somebody, um, um, when something becomes real. I know the difference between school and education. Like, okay, you got to get this assignment done. You got to get this speech done. You got to get this paper done. And But once in a while, and in fact, actually quite often, you can tell somebody's doing that that work and all of a sudden, something new happens, and they get excited. Um, they decide, "Hey, I want to try doing this," or, uh, "Man, I really feel better about myself because I because uh, of that speech that I worked on." Basically, my favorite moments are when things are not about assignments and busy work and so forth, but when when change happens. You know, we were just talking about change. When you see that, it's like, okay, I can go home and you know that was a good day's work. Mm-hmm. And it, and it comes some from me, but of course the student has to meet you, right? That It happens from more from them probably. Yeah, maybe the change is a key. And on top of it, I, it just posed me a question, maybe about their sense of like maybe ownership or leadership in their learning. Like it almost seems right. like there's a spontaneous change of moments that they really get excited about. That, that might be something that they, they feel the change and they feel like that's their experience or that's yeah. something that, came out of their, you know, something that they have done in the class. Yeah, let me ask you this, because this relates to this. Um, what do you wish that college would do more for students? Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. I made a comparison between the public schools and higher education, and higher education to be a lot more exploration of the whole thing, the, the freedom, and as compared to the fixed one. But I think in reality, we have a lot of like constraints that we put on the students. Well, first of all, if you have done a certain thing in not accordance to the standards that we have, they're going to get penalized almost right. by getting a lower grade. And that would really deem the, uh, their potential to really succeed um, in, in the university of this whole academic world, too. So we do have a lot of, like, structure that kind of, like, it doesn't allow students to be too much freedom, although we out of that, although my initial perception of the freedom here. So I think it's a little self-controver- self-controversial self or maybe contradictory. Yes. 
Yes, I didn't mean for that yes to end your statement because you're, I think exploring those contradictions, right, would be a good place to end that because you, you're right. If you're doing this all for the grade, that's a problem. You should be doing it to learn and transform and change. But guess what? We sure do put a lot of emphasis on the grade, right? We do. Now, I have to tell you something. I cheated. I, <laughs> I paused. We, we were, this is a 10-minute conversation, and the idea is we only get 10 minutes. But you were making such a good point that I paused. So watch this. That means we're done. You you want to be the person who thanks everybody or whatever it is we're gonna do? Sounds great. Well, thank you every thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we are going to have a lot more episodes coming in on our curiosities. So make sure to follow us on the the uh, uh, what was that? Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, no, Apple Music. Yeah, we're on Apple too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever the channel that the the most comfortable to you. And I am looking forward to seeing you everybody again. Yeah, sounds great. And by the way, we're looking for more people. So if you're hearing this and you are not involved with Curiosity, man, we would love to have you you uh, you join. Uh, take care, everybody. Thanks for you too. Thank you. Bye.